0: Chapter 31, Land Redefined Most of my life, I've looked for a place to land until God gave me a taste for the sky. Many of the things that I have been most afraid of, I have been given opportunity to walk through. Being alone used to be my greatest fear. Being unloved was a heartbreaking thought. Being unimportant kept me working to prove myself constantly. I've been all of those things. Cancer diagnosis in people I love happened. I've turned 30 and even 40 without a husband or children. I've been rejected and ignored by people I admired and loved. The things of this earth that I longed for to recognize God's blessing— have often vanished as clocks have ticked and people have walked away from me or i have had to walk away from them i don't have the traditional blessed life that many of us look for as we think of growing up and growing old but as my heart grew darker the lord himself walked by the pool and told me to rise then in the light of his face the things of this earth began to grow strangely dim, and as I let him lift me through the clouds that I was so afraid of, life began to shine again. He has not filled me how I longed to be filled. He chose instead to heal me from pain that kept me fighting with him. He whispered louder to me than my enemy could ever muster enough voice to overcome, He began the work to change my heart from one that was growing cold and sick to one set free to fly. I was so afraid to consider a life that looked like anything other than what I knew or understood until he led me to walk through exactly the life I feared he would hold me to. A life lived for him and not for myself. His will, not mine. His will is better because he knows a lot more than I do. He did this not to hurt me, but to set me free. He did this to give me his presence, his love, his purpose, his land and sky. He pursued me so that I could tell you about him. He doesn't require being single and childless to live totally for God and not for yourself. It's just what has been required of me. I would be lying if I said all other hopes have vanished in the blissful joy of walking with him. There are times when I wish I was writing about knowing God in deeper ways because of loving my husband. I cannot write about my experiences of being a mommy and raising children who eat healthy, make good grades, and will one day change the world. There are no family pictures, standing in a wheat field with clothes of coordinating hues and knee-high boots with one of my children making a silly face maybe i've thought about that a few times i do have a few crock pot recipes i'm pretty proud of but i found them on other people's blogs and had nothing to do with their creation my name is Haley Lou Jean scully i'm 42 i'm not a wife i'm not a mother i'm not paleo i'm not a diffuser but i am chosen it took me a long time to believe that last point is true In spite of how I expected life to turn out, I had to quit waiting for proof I could recognize and rise, take up my mat, and start walking in the truth until I could see it. Marriage and children are very obviously God's great blessing throughout His Word. Two are better than one. Generations to follow you are His gifts of this life, but they cannot be the sole purpose of it. They still come in second to the greatest gift. Jesus. I've served with followers of Christ in countries where generations of men have been killed. There are places where these blessings of family are physically impossible to obtain. So what does that say if we believe God's hand of favor comes in the form of the American Dream family portrait? Where God has taken me has changed my view and expectations of how his goodness should appear. God's hand of favor came in the form of Jesus. All of us have access to Him, whether we live in a village in Tanzania, a high rise in Hong Kong, an apartment in Turkey, or a little red brick house with 10 feral cats in the yard in Oklahoma. I'm not trying to elevate singleness or lessen marriage. By no means. I'm saying that both can be beautiful if lived in His grace and purpose. Seek Him first. And let him write the story. On that note, however, if you know a guy, feel free to orchestrate an introduction. Hashtag joking, not joking. People have asked me if I feel called to singleness. I wish I could say yes, so there would be some kind of grand justification for not being married. But I don't feel called to singleness. I feel called to Christ. I do not put how, when, or what God will do with that in a box anymore marriage or singleness i am the most focused on faithfulness to him i'm not being faithful to him so that he will bring me my land and husband i'm faithful to him because he is god so far where he has led as he has supplied all of my needs marriage has not been a part of the story he has written i live in hopeful expectation of his faithfulness based on my experience that he does indeed have plans He will show his plans to me when the time is right, and then he will be faithful to complete them, whether or not that includes marriage. I definitely don't want to encourage people to define who they are based on their marital status. I'm going to follow Jesus and let him decide where we go. The Lord has given me land in 33 countries so far where I have held hands with, cried with, and prayed with my family in Christ. It took giving me the sky that I never wanted to get to the incredible land that he had planned for me. The presence of ache for land no longer envelops the joy of the sky. I would not go back. I would not wake up from this life and hope to find anything that would undo the love and faith I have in him now. Each day, I live through experiences of His faithfulness and am learning not to try to work everything out according to my plan, but to trust that He will work all things for my good. This trust has eternally grounded me in Him. He is my land. Land has been redefined. The moment that I let go of the land clenched in my fists is the moment my wings began to grow. I pray that in sharing the story of his amazing faithfulness, you will be prompted to look up and see the sky he is painting for you, and that you will walk humbly and lightly on the land beneath your feet. Seek him and follow his lead. Be steadfast as you travel down the bumpy runway of following him. Just keep doing the next right thing in his direction. Maybe that next right thing is asking a friend to have coffee and talk about some of your questions. Maybe that is going to a Bible study someone has invited you to attend. Maybe that is going to church for the first time or going back to church for the first time in a long time. Maybe that is downloading one of those Bible apps and beginning each day in his word. I don't know what that looks like for you specifically, but he does. He'll show you. Ask him. He is a game changer, and many of us need our game changed. Anticipate bumps as you lift off and begin to rise, but also know that a pretty incredible view awaits you. When you touch back down to the land where he leads you, you may find yourself standing right where you began, but with a whole new heart to feel it and eyes to see the beauty in it. What's your story? How have you defined land? How have you looked at singleness, either in your own life or in the life of others? Do you think you possibly need to rethink some of your thoughts?